Ramble. What's up, everybody? We're back, and you can sit with us. We got Rachel, we got Becky, we got Maggie, and we got Ariel. It is officially October. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I love October. I've got my orange headband, uh, which I wear year round, but it's particularly <laughs> appropriate now. And your mm-hmm. black jumpsuit and my orange black jumpsuit, yeah. which I also wear year very round. festive, and you didn't but, even know. But still particularly appropriate. Yeah. Um, I we got really into like fall decorating this Have last you? weekend. Ooh. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, I'll tell you guys more about it, but. I want to start this one off with a a juicy question that uh, I think I'm I, I'm trying to guess Ooh. what each of you guys what the answer is going to be, and I truly don't know. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. So, do you or do you not believe in ghosts? I'm like the same with aliens. Like, I don't. I'm not going to not say I believe in them. Right, because I don't want them to come and haunt me. Mm-hmm. I'm over here, ghosts and aliens. They can be on the other side. Please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I, I, I do believe in them, but I do not want to summon them in any sort of way. So I respect them. They're there. Yes. What do you think? Huh. I'm pretty much the same uh, <laughs> with the ghosts. You know, I think they. I'm not going to say anything to offend a ghost just yes. in case. You know what I mean. <laughs> I I don't know for sure, so I don't want to like open that box. <laughs> it sounds like you guys are maybe not like ghost fanatics, but you're superstitious. Yeah, I would say I'm a little superstitious. I throw the salt behind the shoulder if it falls, you know. I knock on wood. I've, yeah. I've never done the salt. Maggie, do you think ghosts and aliens are the same category? I don't think you can put them in the same category. The world, we're in... The entire world is just so small for nothing else to exist besides the planet Earth. Right? Yeah. Right. Mm. Right? Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Aliens are real. Aliens are real. Agree. Aliens yeah. are real. For sure. For sure. You heard it here first, folks. But with the aliens, aliens are real. <laughs> I think ghosts are real. Me too. I think, I think I've like been in the presence of a ghost. <gasps> Stop. Yeah. Do tell. Oh, the first apartment I ever rented in LA, I'm pretty sure was haunted. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah. By, like, a famous person? No. <laughs> By somebody who wanted to be famous? <laughs> oh, I don't know. This assistant editor on Portlandia and I, like, sub-rented some girl's place in Echo Park. And it was up, like, it was the top floor of this creepy old building over by, like, Elysian Park, also mm-hmm. where there's a mental hospital. <gasps> Just saying. And the only furniture in there was either wood or... Or we found a closet of like black clothes and crosses and candles and everything was like barren wood. It was like a cedar closet full of black clothes. Yeah, it was really weird. And there was almost no furniture in this place. And it was like really creepy. And there was a night that I woke up and I like couldn't move and I could hear someone washing their face in the bathroom and like (laughs) making these moaning noises. And my roommate wasn't there. She was in uh, Portland for the weekend with her boyfriend. Clem wasn't there yet. It was just me and I couldn't get up to check it out. Like I tried and I couldn't. Pretty sure it was a ghost. Oh my gosh. That's horrible. Somebody with, with really good like hygiene. Yeah, they were running the water in the bathroom. That part is like, undeniable you like and sounds are so that. much louder when you're by yourself yes. right like if something creaks especially in your like old architecture like the home that i grew up in was the same like from when i grew up i didn't move at all so and it was built in like the 70s 50s something like that and any sort of little crack when my parents weren't home i'd be like oh, what is that i'm about <laughs> to die yeah. i don't know how to explain this but like every time i left that house to go to work i felt a sense of relief it was like stressful being there. We only lived there for like three months. Do you believe in ghosts? I do believe in ghosts. Have you had like an experience? I, I haven't. I can't say that I've had an experience, but I, I'm, 
I guess, open to them. I hope there I'm are no ghosts out them. there who are like, they're listening. Oh, heck yes. Let's go get her. No, because I really, I, I do not want to be involved in uh, like ghost activity. What um, happens if it's a friendly ghost that just like wants to hang? You know? Still strange. Really strange. Like Julie and the Phantoms? Yeah. Maybe if it was somebody that I knew and that I felt like comfortable show. around them. You know, like an like, ancestor? Like an ancestor. Maybe that's why I believe in ghosts. Because, like, you know, sometimes you just feel like people are watching over you. Or there have definitely been times when I have been like, you know, oh, I wish that my my grandmother could have seen this. Or, you know, something like that. Or, I don't know. So, okay. So... My sister and I used to play dress up all the time when we were kids. You guys mm-hmm. have been like, and um, my grandfather on my dad's side had uh, had died when my dad was seventeen, um, and he had been in, I think World War Two. Young death, war. We're getting into real ghost territory. I know. Yeah. I know. And um, in our box of dress up clothes was his fighter pilot hat yeah which i thought nothing of like Uh it was just a cool hat you know and i'm sure that my parents Mm -hmm. didn't think anything of it either it was just a cool hat but it was like this leather hat had the goggles and everything Mm -hmm. and my sister and i would put it on all the time and when there was like a switch at some point when i finally realized i'm just (laughs) just holding my drink here (laughs) there was like a switch at some point when i realized what it was yeah you know and i was like this is weird this is real. This is actually kind of creepy, you guys. That, that this mm-hmm. is in our dress-up box. Yeah. Did he? Know? Did he die in it? No, I don't think. So. No, he died. Oh. Of, he died. Of, <laughs> he uh, died where? <laughs> right? I don't. It, that's the essential where? question. Yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I mean, he, it's kind of weird that it's in a dress-up in box, right? Like I know. you would think it's in like a memory box of mm. old yeah. heirlooms. I guess it. Oh. It was just you know, it it it, it, it sort of like towed the line between. Special enough to keep it, but not special enough to like put it in a frame. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And so I, you know, I sort of felt this weird connection with him, and then a presence. I, no, not exactly a presence. Just, just like, huh? I wonder if my grandpa could see this. You know, like when you're doing something really bad. <laughs> and you're like, huh, I wonder who up there could see this. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But do you guys believe in Ouija boards? Oh, Becky. You Becky. Just ask that because you already okay. knew the answer. Here's the thing. I have heard talk of Becky and the Ouija board, but I've ne- I don't I don't know if you're into them, if you're not into them, if you believe they work, if you're like this is dumb. I've just heard those two nouns put together. Just that there's something going on between Becky <laughs> yes. and, and the, the Ouija, Ouija board. board. Yes, Becky and the Ouija board. Um I think it started I think the information was shared when we were in Austin. Oh, okay. Because we came home from like a party and I offhandedly like said to Zach, we were like a little tipsy at this point. He has a video on his phone where I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, the only rule I have with Keith is he's not allowed to touch a Ouija board. <laughs> and I just like, I don't know why we like were talking about it. I don't know why it came The only up, rule I have with Keith. The only rule. I'm like, you're a grown up. You can do whatever you want. Except like, for put your butt on the internet. Except for put your butt on the internet, even though we already did that. Um, <laughs> so I guess I have a couple rules. Uh, but I was like, probably a couple years into dating Keith, I was uh-huh. said something about, a, there was, was there a Ouija board at a party? So for some reason he brought up the idea of a Ouija board and I was like, oh, don't, if you ever see a Ouija board at a party, you have to leave. You have to leave. I, I don't <laughs> oh, wow. want you there. It's not even don't touch I it. I don't it's want you. Have you. To leave. I want you to get out. Oh, well, shit. I meant like leave the room. Like you uh, run away. Um, <laughs> Why? What stop. happens, Becky? I don't know. I was raised Catholic. I do not believe in any form. I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in organized religion at all anymore. Yeah. But something about Ouija boards uh-huh. has always stuck with me. No, and my mom somebody... has like ingrained it in me too. She's like, you do not touch Ouija boards at all. But <laughs> It's yeah, a Mattel toy. No, the it church says yeah, stuff like that. It's a toy. It's a toy. Yes, it's a toy. Oh my gosh. It, it's not like a real thing, but like, I don't know what's in my head. <laughs> you shouldn't I think it's like them. the same like, respect a, factor. Like, uh, you stay over no. here. 
a bad experience? No. You didn't like contact a demon and that's why he can't touch them? (laughs) No. I never did anything. I was just told I wasn't supposed to touch him. And it's like the last remnants (laughs) of my like Catholic guilt sticking around that I'm like, oh, no. But like if I logically think about it, I'm like, okay, if there's no heaven and there's no hell, then there's no like there can't be a demon because demons come from hell. So like logically, I'm like, no, that can't be real. But in my heart. Right. You've seen enough scary movies, no, you know? No. Yes, they're always, it's always bad. When you touch a Ouija board, mm-hmm. bad. Don't do it. Don't, t- don't tap on the glass. Don't, I, it's freaky. It's freaky. It's have Wait, you so, touched one? So what does your mom say? No, no, I, I, I will, yes, I have. But uh, <laughs> so what did your mom say? My mom's like the same way. She was like a Catholic. She raised me Catholic. She's like, yeah. you do not touch that. She really? was just like, hard no. <laughs> She's like, that is the one thing that you cannot mess with. And she was wow. passionate about talking about it. She never really yeah. stressed other <laughs> things, but that was like the, the, w- the one thing. thing. <laughs> wow. That yeah. is so Little Becky and little Keith. But I don't like, think I've been in a situation where someone like brought out a Ouija board, so it, it wasn't ever yeah. a thing. But if someone like brought one out now, I'd be like, oh. I, 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 I can't. I'd be like, I I don't, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> Wait, so we can't do a Ouija board Halloween episode? No. No. Wow. No. Wow. 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 Looks like it's just you and me on the Ouija board. <laughs> have you done Let's one? Have you done one? Have you touched it? I have. Have you touched the board? And yeah. what do you do? Yeah. What happened? Sure. What happened? For sure. What happened? Absolutely <laughs> nothing happened. Like, so it's, you usually, think. it's usually you play with, you know, uh, uh, it's like a party game where you play with a couple of other people or like a bunch of other people. But okay, so basically the way that it works, I'm sure you guys know the way it works. We've all seen movies. Yeah. But you, uh, everyone dies at the end. Every, Who touched everyone it? Dies. It's like Jumanji. <laughs> you end up in like a a different world. Um, no. So everybody. Um, okay. So there's a board and it has all the it has numbers and letters on it. And then there's this um, like magnifying glass thing that everybody has to put their hands on. And it um, moves. And it moves. It and moves. someone's like moving it, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, like you sort of, there's there's like a fun sort of gameplay to it where there's somebody moving it, you know? And But that person's not like giving facial cues. Exactly. The and like you want it. to believe that it's something supernatural, but deep down you act, you know that it's like, you know, John over there who is like moving it to you know somebody so you ask a question there's also like a yes or no on it there's like yes no in the corner and then there's the numbers and there's the letters and um and so so you ask it a question almost like you would ask a magic eight ball or something like that which I love magic eight balls um I totally believe in magic eight balls uh but so you ask it a question like you know what would you ask it oh gosh I mean, I think the last time I touched one, I was probably like 17 or something. So it's probably like, who will I marry? It was like, mm-hmm. you know, D. does <laughs> does Michael like me? You know, or something like Michael. that. Like if you're playing with your girlfriends Michael. or something like mm-hmm. that, I made up that name. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Wink, wink. <laughs> Michael, if you're out there, <laughs> <laughs> send me a Ouija board. <laughs> Still trying to get a hold of you, Michael. <laughs> I was really interested at the time. Um, okay, but um, yeah, and so and so then so like if you're playing with your girlfriends, you'll be like, oh my god, does Michael like me? And you know, it'll move to like yes or no, <laughs> or, or it'll be like you know, who am I gonna marry? And it, you know, and then it it answers like somebody in your math class, which is highly unlikely, yeah. right? That you're gonna marry These somebody in your math class. These questions are spooky weird. at all. Yeah, yeah. I think like, like why would spooky? you call on demons? To give you this information, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Is that guys? the lore that demons control demons. a Ouija board? Oh, it's yeah. not demons. No, it's I th- not demons. I think it's. I think it's, it's ghosts. I think it's just the. No, it's a portal. It's the world beyond. <laughs> it's a no, it is to, to hell. Uh, it's you're opening the door and you're when you touch the Ouija no, board and you start to do it. The Ouija it board. is accepting that something bad can come out of it. You're saying like. That's why like Catholics don't like it is because you're saying like you're communing with evil essentially, or you're yeah. you're Who opening you your that? heart and the doorway to the church. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <I don't know>. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus told me. Jesus told me. 
<laughs> no. the first person I talk to on the Ouija board. No, no, no you're you're just communicating with with like the people beyond. You know, like how would demons know the answer to anything? They're they're <laughs> right. They would. I don't know. I don't know. Cause demons cause are demons. Dumb. I feel like demons demons might know. Demons might know what's up. I feel like demons well, could probably know actually, the future. This brings up a a very good question. Who would know the answer to anything in the future? You know, or like mm. secrets or things like that. Like demons aren't going to know that. Ghosts aren't going to know that. Like who are these people I that you're communicating with? We're going to be much spookier. Well, I was yeah, 17. Like, like you know. did so and so die tragically? Interesting. Or like right, 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 right. something from mm. the beyond. You need information from the beyond. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could certainly ask them those things, but as yeah. a 17-year-old with <laughs> like the only problem I had was like acne and finding a boyfriend, you know, like should I French kiss this guy? Like right. I I, I really wasn't that worried about many <laughs> Did you have any like spooky like urban legends or like ghost stories from your hometown that you could have asked said Ouija oh, for? Good question. Did you guys so when I was a kid, uh I was really like some people are afraid of clowns. Some people are afraid of you oh, know, yeah. like there's there's like some weird <laughs> stuff out there. Yeah, Maggie, I are you afraid clowns. of clowns? I am so. Becky and I have been to Not Scary Farm together. I am <laughs> the most nervous. I've come I've come a long way. I was a you very did. nervous child. I was scared of dogs. I was scared of <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. There was like well, one point, specifically yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. I was scared as an adult. My yeah. mom found me at a child's birth, at a, one of my friend's birthday parties, sobbing underneath the table because Chuck E. Cheese came into the aisles doing the Macarena with people, no. and I was like, "No, no Chuck E." Also, his name is Chucky. So like that's nervous. Creepy. I finally overcame my fear and like gave Snoopy a hug, and like my mom has mm-hmm. photos of it. But I was just like super nervous as a child. I've come a long way. Never been to Not Scary Farm until I was what, twenty four years old, twenty five yeah. years old. Finally, was, like okay, it was when I the guys did the. That was not my scary first farm. time. I think that was my first time too. It was my first yeah. time ever at an any sort of scary because uh, what's the other one? You could do the Six haunted hay ride. Six Flags. Oh, the Universal the haunted hay ride. Universal has Griffith. a spooky, legit scary. Yeah. Oh, not scary at all. You're you don't get scared when people like touch you. I get well, they're so actually scared. not allowed to touch you. Yeah, Someone can go boo in like two minutes and I'll jump. She'll scream. I'll scream. I, I can vow. I can vouch for it. She yeah. screamed a lot. That's I was like, fair. Maggie, if you scream, they're going to come here. I was just <laughs> They know that you scream and then they're going to come to us. That's their job. That's their job. I know. I know. And they always go after the people that give them yeah. a reaction because they don't want to come by the people who are just like. So I walked around <laughs> this entire park and I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm gonna throw up so nobody could come up to me. <laughs> oh, oh you God. said that out loud. Yeah. We legit ate like funnel cake and uh-huh. I was like, Becky, you watch my back. We sat uh-huh. like back to back at one point. I was like, <laughs> you make sure nobody comes. You were just hoping that I'm gonna throw up if someone and I love being spooked, so I was like I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Uh-huh. People would come up and they'd be like, <laughs> and Maggie would just my stress scream. level was like, was okay, like okay. here. <laughs> Oh I was like, they God. can't touch you. <laughs> Look them dead in the eye. Oh, <laughs> my God. We I were get... going through a cave at one point. I was like, this is how I end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> life end. Yeah, my life yeah, is yeah. over. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She got was snipped. It, was it fun for you? I think I was like, I I would go back. It was fun. But I don't think I, I don't think we ever went into a maze. It was too no, much. No, we didn't do a maze. We did the maze the next year. But I'm deathly afraid of clowns. Clowns make me really nervous. I Why? run the other direction. It's not so much oh. like happy clowns. Happy clowns, I'm cool with. Like scary like clowns. Like sadistic scary clowns. clowns. Scary. Have you ever like watched Twisty? it? Uh, I saw the first one. <laughs> that one wasn't that scary, though. I'm fine with movies. I can watch scary movies. Okay. Uh-huh. I've come a long way. Did you guys hear about that clown um, in, I don't remember the town, but Keith and I watched like a 45-minute documentary about this clown who was really just this man that people he would leave his card places and people could call him and he would scare their children if they were being bad it was so disturbing he like terrorized this town it was called like oh not like crusty because that's the simpsons yeah yeah, there's a there's a had a different name and he was a very scary man and he was a very scary like downtrodden clown Mm -hmm. and like even in the documentary for the first like 
30 minutes you think you're actually seeing the clown and then at the end they're like actually this was like a recreation and like the interviews were all separate like the clown would not be on camera um as like himself because also like people were like he would like legitimately scare kids like he would go to their window or like the parents would let them in yeah the parents would let him in and he would crawl out from under the (gasps) bed who and it was like parents? and it was a threat the parents would be like maybe bobo was in it i don't know but he, they'd be like bobo's gonna come get you oh my god that i know is, it was really sad that seriously could scar somebody for right? life in the right? house for life under the bed there's videos of it too people <gasps> oh had their god. like you know nanny cams on or whatever <gasps> and so some of the videos were in it and i was just like Stop but it, it. it started as like a prank video i think like the first video that ever came out wasn't real and then he left this ominous phone number places. And then he like made some cash on it. I was like, that's horrifying. Oh my, oh my God. Faces at the window would always just like haunt Ooh. me. I just like go to the bathroom at night and I would just see a face and I'd run out. <laughs> it was your own face. <laughs> it was the mirror. It wasn't the mirror. It was just like my imagination. I'm like, what happens if a face just appeared right now? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I was like a, yeah, probably like 10. And, mm-hmm. uh, I remember watching the movie Hook, which mm-hmm. normally wouldn't be that scary of a movie. But there's some spooky parts. There's some spooky parts. There was a, so there's the one part where Hook is going to pierce the little boy's ear with his hook. And I did not have pierced ears at the time. And that night, I I covered one ear. Like, I put one ear on the pillow. And I covered the other ear with my blanket <laughs> so the hook wouldn't come and pierce my ear. And then the whole, like phobia sort of morphed into I was afraid of like a witch who mm-hmm. would pierce my ear from the window outside she's and like a Claire's associate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time Ariel walks by Claire she's like no no, 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 no. no. <laughs> do not, not my touch ear. Out of here. <laughs> yeah but I still sleep like that I still sleep <gasps> with uh, over your ear a blanket over my ear That's so it's funny. like it's it's almost like a um, like a comfort item you know like never went away yeah it's it's i think now it's just you know some people sleep on their side some people sleep on their backs i have to i I fall asleep on my side with the blanket over my ear i'm i'm not afraid of you know of hook of 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 your ears pierced or the witchy claire's associate coming to pierce my ear yeah Yeah. (laughs) little ear muffs yeah it's very strange i'm not scared anymore it's just the way it's just the way i fall asleep did you guys have ghost stories growing up or like scary stories? We had, um, I don't know if it's true that it originated from where I'm from, but there are like movies on it. Uh, There's a ghost called Resurrection Mary. And yeah. it's the classic tale of, uh, you know, the guy's driving down the, the road and he sees a girl in a prom dress or a nice dress. They go out, they go dancing, they have a great time. She he picks her up on the, picks her up on on the, the side street of the road. in yeah. a dress and they go dancing. So it's from like the 80s or 70s or 80s was, I think, the time but period. But still, that okay. sounds yeah. like something else entirely. Yeah. yeah. So he picks her up. They go out dancing. Then she says she has to go home. And so he's asking her where she lives. He starts to drive that way. And they realize that they're at Resurrection Cemetery. And he goes to drop her off. And then I don't know if she gets out of the car. He like turns and she's not there anymore. (gasps) And then at Resurrection Cemetery, there's actually some bars that have been pried open, but they've been pried from the inside. Not How can you outside. tell that they've been Because <laughs> they're dented. It's like dented like hands. Oh, like no. you see where it was like grabbed. And there are like movies on it. It's wait, okay, cool. wait. They've been pried from the inside. So she was a ghost from the cemetery that he went out with. Yeah. So the the like gist of the story was that she was always a ghost. Okay. Um, but and she, she didn't know. But he didn't know. Yeah. There's an episode of Supernatural that has okay. pretty much the same plot line. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to tell the one about the about the Mary that you you go into a dark bathroom. Oh, no, not you, Blue Night. Oh, mm-hmm. that was a, definitely... Mm-hmm. What do you do? You, well, that was I don't like actually know exactly you what you do. You say Bloody Mary Mary's. three times into the mirror, kind of like Beetlejuice. It was and then I think you're supposed to spin. Like 11, 11 or like yeah, s- it's something at night yeah. and all the lights are off uh-huh. and you do it at sleepovers and then you all um, shit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so basically, I mean, you're, you're like so scared <laughs> doing it that you probably imagine some so, something in mm-hmm. the mirror but you're yeah. supposed to see bloody mary in the mirror 
or behind you. She's mm. supposed to be up, it's in the mirror behind like you're supposed to look in the mirror and then she's behind you. Also an episode of Supernatural, I think. Wow. Well, RIP Supernatural. Final I season. I need to watch this. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> uh I actually think so. I think it's on like Netflix or Prime. Yeah. It's that might- you could you could get into it because there's like twenty eight thousand seasons. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Ned would like it? He hates scary stuff. Oh, oh yeah, he not- does. That he won't in- watch anything scary. spooky with you he in October. No, he doesn't. Won't. Neither does Keith. He said you get really? one per year. He, I do get one per year. Yeah, I one. Do. I know. Zach, I'm like the scaredest person ever. And Zach is like, you have to only watch scary movies in October. <gasps> We're not watching anything else. I was like, that's what. What have you watched? What's your favorite like things you do for love? I know. What's your scary movie? What's my you, scary movie? No, like what did you? You said you have to watch scary movies in October. It's yeah. October. 14th what have yeah. you watched we've watched give me the list not the, we watched others a few days ago <laughs> i like that you pick classy scary movies like what you're else not have watching we watched? the purge you're we watching like the oscar winning <laughs> scary <laughs> movies <laughs> the purge. uh what else have we watched we started late this this year usually other years we're like on it like every single day definitely watch drag me to hell because that yes is, like, that's like uh, with that creepy even i've goat. seen that just from knowing zach cornfell yeah yeah what is he loves it? that. You've never seen I, Drag Me to Hell? I Hell. don't get to see a lot of scary movies just it's, because in yeah. our household they're like virtually it's not banned. actually scary because oh, yeah, it's West very cheesy it's very kind and of funny. campy. Yeah. 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 It's campy. a funny okay. movie. Okay. Yeah. Ned, there's like a goat. Ned could handle it. Like the scariest yeah. thing that we watch is Lovecraft's <gasps> that That's one oh scary. scary. It's really this last week's episode was scary. Wait, Ned will watch that? Yeah. I oh. think he watches it because he thinks he gives oh. us some like street cred with the other guys. <laughs> it definitely does because you have to watch Love. If you're not watching Lovecraft Country right now, you are. Um, well, you don't have an HBO subscription. I would say that's probably number one be, uh-huh. if you're not watching it. <laughs> but um, you are behind the times. That show is absolutely going to win every award so next year. Absolutely, with without a doubt. Netflix has a lot of good shows out right now. They just dropped like this barbecue uh showdown show with uh one of the judges is the guy who owns blood sows and it's actually super it's a super oh, cute show yeah oh. they also have deaf you just came out which mm-hmm. is about the um university for um deaf students oh that's cool and it just came out that, that one awesome. looks really good there's mm-hmm. a lot to watch if you don't like mm-hmm. the vow like lovecraft country you can watch lovecraft country <laughs> i've been watching i got a little bored I've been watching The Great British Shame. Bake Off. I mean, oh, always, so forever. Right. Wait, yeah. so good. Ariel, did you finish the jinx or what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't we talk about this? I thought we jinx did. Update. On our text, not on our podcast. Oh, we haven't <laughs> talked about it on the podcast? We talked about it oh, in real yeah. life. I the did jinx. finish the jinx, you guys. Finally. It feels like forever ago, but yeah. yes, I finished it. Uh, I had a night where Ned was like out or something. I don't remember what he was doing. Who goes out anymore? I think he was just like watching TV in the next room. <laughs> and uh, and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish the jinx. I had like three episodes, which that's a massive amount of TV for me because I go to bed at nine and I start watching TV at eight. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I watched all of it and I was so hooked by like crazy as i'm as i'm watching it i'm just like i know exactly what's gonna happen because they teased it they teased it in like one of the what is it like five episodes or something like that Mm -hmm. i think they teased Mm -hmm. it in like episode two where he's talking to himself yes and and and, they leave his mic on and they leave his mic on and then his like makeup artist comes over and is like you know they can they can hear what you're saying because you still have your mic on Mm -hmm. and he was like oh oh yeah I, i was just practicing it's fine and i was like this so guy. he was war- I forgot that part. Was he this oh, guy? Was he warned before he admitted? <laughs> he wasn't warned, but basically he's that. like a bumbly old man. Yeah. And he's like the interviewer leaves and he keeps talking to himself and they just keep rolling on him. Yeah. But he's not really aware. And his like manager makeup artist somebody. somebody comes over and it's like they can hear what you're saying. And he's like, right, right. But by the time he does the thing he does. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been like eight years. I think yeah, we can I guess like, now. If, if you haven't finished the jinx, you should Spoiler probably turn this out off for the next like two minutes. 
Yeah. yeah. But like also you should watch the jinx. It's been out for like eight years. <laughs> <laughs> but when he does his confession in the bathroom, that's interview is like a year and a half, two years later. Yeah. These people yeah. were on other projects. Yeah. Like and yeah. he was like, I'll give you another interview and they did it. And he's like eighty or something. So he just forgot. Yeah. He's he's like, Can I go to the bathroom? And they're like, Yeah, yeah, of course. The interview's wow. over. Yeah, but yeah. they keep rolling on his mic. They keep Hot rolling on his mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. But wasn't your jaw just on the floor? Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, just the sheer like amount of things that he said and like mm-hmm. just confessed to on like you you could sort of tell I was I I was imagining him sitting or, or, or like standing in the bathroom and looking at himself in the mirror and I don't I forget how it started, but he was like, Well they've they've got you now. Yeah. You know, yeah. like of course you did it. Of course, I killed them all. Like, that's so oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. But also, how was it possible for him to have gotten away with those things? You know, like, okay, the thing for me, I was trying to explain to Ned the next day this show that I watched, and I was like, mm-hmm. You're not gonna believe what he did. Like, he confessed to all of it, blah, 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 blah. You know, and he even went to trial for one of them, but he got off, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. even though he admitted to butchering the man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. that was crazy. That? Yes. It's almost like our legal system mm-hmm. is super fucked work. up. <laughs> it's almost as if the judicial system mm-hmm. is broken. It's. It, I curious. found that so curious fascinating. Curiouser. <laughs> so <laughs> fascinating. You have a point there, huh? Just that, like, <laughs> he clearly killed the guy but it, it was it, they ruled it it like the the lawyers convinced the jury that this was a trial about like, who about like did did he kill him in like cold blood or was it you know what, what or, or was it like a fight between two people where he had damn good lawyers. He had damn yeah. good lawyers. Where an lawyers. accident happens and then you accidentally chop up the body. And then you, well, but he didn't accidentally chop up the body. He, in like, he admitted on the stand to, d- like, pulling this body apart and putting it in bags. I know, I know. This is starting to get gross. Sorry, everybody. It's October. No. It's October. It's spooky season. Oh, but it is still but, like, oh, wow. My so gosh. It is, wow. Can you imagine sitting in that back room with the rest of that jury and being like, I don't think he did it. <laughs> right? I think, yeah, they had, them, they had them focus on like different parts of, like the way they argued it. They were like, tell us yes or no if you think. Right? Yeah. I've been on two juries mm-hmm. in my life. I know, queen of jury duty. Wow! And you—it's because you have such a sweet face. And I, I, it, it is definitely <laughs> for sure. And I want to be a juror. And Keith's like, they can sense it. They can sense that you want to be there. <laughs> so that's why they pick you. So I was on a two-week jury and a month-long jury. Whoa! Yeah, my very first jury was in Chicago, and it was two weeks long. And I just graduated from college, and it was my birthday. And I told that during Voudoir and everyone laughed. And I was like, well, I wasn't trying to be funny. <laughs> it really is my birthday. <laughs> um, and then this last one was in February for a month long. But they give you like a packet and you basically have to like follow. I've never done a criminal case, so it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. But they make you like follow certain things. So even though like logic might be telling you something else, they're like you're only supposed to focus on this. Like, for example, the jury that I was on in February there was a fire at this building where the landlord and the tenant were already having problems. And they basically were like, you are not allowed to think about the fire. Like you can think, you can know that it happened, but you're not allowed. This is not a criminal case for who started the fire. Mm. Wow. So it was like, you have to like close off that part of your brain and like only think about this certain thing. And I think sometimes the jury instructions are very difficult I mean, that's how the lawyers argued it, right? Yeah. For the jinx. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's enough spooky for one episode, I think. There's definitely going to be more because it's October and spooky season, as they say. Um, So we're going to move right along to our next segment, uh, which is Fake Doctor, Real Nurse. And for this episode, we are doing a highly, highly requested, like, 
a bajillion of you requested this show in the comments. <laughs> we watched the first episode of Scrubs. So the first episode of Scrubs was kind of similar to Grey's Anatomy, where JD and his best friend Turk are now in their very first day after residency. It's their very first day as doctors, I think. They're at some stage of being a doctor. People are calling them doctor. Um, and JD is a medical intern and Turk is a surgical intern. Mm-hmm. They're best buds. And JD is having a lot of trouble adjusting to this new life. Like he doesn't, he's very scared to do anything. He's scared to touch patients. Turk seems to be having a much better time with it. Um, He ends up getting into a fight with the janitor, which becomes a running bit throughout, I think, the rest (laughs) of this series. Um, Did you watch the whole thing? And I mean, when I was in high school. Yeah. Yeah. It has, it's been years. Um, But yeah, that's kind of the gist of the first episode. So them getting their bearings. Yes, there's a hot girl named Elliot. Um, She was Becky on Roseanne. She was like second Becky, I think. Second Um, second Becky. Second Becky. Becky, Or maybe she was first Becky. I don't know. But yeah, they're going through their trials and tribulations as newbies. And it's a very like not super based in reality. Like there's a lot of. There's talking, like a voiceover most of the time, giving JDs in her thoughts. And then mm-hmm. there's also these like jump outs where they're totally made up in JD's head and they're very fantastical. So different than Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. But some similarities at the beginning about being scared and yeah. not knowing what to do. Scrubs. So, Mags, on yeah. this first episode of Scrubs, there were a lot of similarities to Grey's Anatomy where I felt like people were thrown into situations that they weren't prepared for. For sure. But uh, JD, that was his name? Yeah. Yes. JD, uh, like literally can't perform any tasks yeah. at the beginning of the episode. He's making nurses do that. Yeah. Is th- that something that happens? Um, I mean, generally with like IV placements and I think like in the first scene they start talking about like NG tubes, which is mm-hmm. like a nasogastric tube. It was a comedy. So I was like adjusting to, I was like used to seeing Grey's. I hadn't watched Scrubs before, but I know... It was one of Zach's favorite shows. So he's like, you haven't seen Scrubs. You have to watch Scrubs. So it was the first episode that I've ever seen ever. <gasps> wow. Wow. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't seen it at all. What did and you think? I mean, it was it was filmed <laughs> in 2001. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Very evident. <laughs> and it, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but it is. It shows. 19 For years. Sure. Yeah. And long, long time ago. It definitely plays into a lot of like the old tropes of like mm-hmm. medicine, like mean doctors, which is mm, wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite. But thumbs down from Maggie. I I didn't love it as a first episode. Does that mean? No, it's not a good first episode. I have yeah. I have heard that the the pilot episode of Scrubs is is like one of the worst pilot episodes. Really, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, because I know people who love Scrubs, and I'm like willing to keep watching, but. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't my favorite. But as you were saying, yeah. um, JD's first day, he's really owning not knowing mm-hmm. what he's doing, which is complete opposite of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy, they come like kicking the door down. And they're like, let's do this. I know how to do it all. JD's um, like, don't ask me to do anything. I know. <laughs> and he's like relying on nurses to start IVs mm-hmm. for them and G- G- NG tubes. And like doctors know how to do certain things like that. But it's mm-hmm. typically for procedures like that nurses are usually the ones that are leaned on oh yeah so it wasn't that weird that he was asking nurses to i mean doctors do things for him it wasn't weird no that's pretty common but i know a lot of the times in first year he's out of med school so he's in his residency now A lot of the times the attendings will want to know if the doctors can or cannot do certain tasks just so they can practice in oh. case of there's emergency. If the nurse can't do mm. can't do it and they need other resources, it's like it, it goes up a chain of command. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I have another question. Why is Because I ahead. see this on Scrubs. I saw it on Grey's Anatomy. What's the deal with rounds? Rounds oh, are yeah, like yeah. this huge thing on medical TV shows and they're always mm. doing rounds and JD says rounds are like Jeopardy. 
is is it accurate? Is that what yeah. rounds are like when you walk around to patients and check on them? Or yeah, it's just when you get like a handful of files, right? It's, it, it's like these are the patients that you get. That's that's what I imagine rounds is like. Yeah, so where you just like pass out, like yeah. you get this one and you get this one and well, you get in this the one. Sh- in the show, it's they're walking around with like a more experienced doctor, the mm-hmm. like the chief. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's mm-hmm. the chief in this one. Oh, yeah. but chief. Um, yeah. the chief. Yeah, um, the mean guy with the eyebrows. Yeah. Um, and he basically like asked them, he's like, oh, if, you know, she's medical, 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 what do we do? And then he's like, Dr. Dorian, what do we do? What's the answer? And then he has to give the answer. Yeah. So in my experience at the hospital that I work at in rounds, they happen usually in the morning and it's usually really early on and the doctors will come in and it's usually the residents and the attending is the supervisor. So they're in charge of making sure and co-signing like all the care that's going on with the patient. So they get to the hospital around 5 a.m. and they go around or like between five and six and they'll go around, they'll review the chart and see what the lab values are. And then they'll go to the room and What's assess the patient. Value? So like their their blood counts, oh, okay. their chem panel. So these poor mm-hmm. patients are getting woken up at 6 a.m. I know, not, <laughs> not, not usually as, like they'll try, in pedi- I work in pediatrics, so a lot of the time they'll go into the room and just like look at like their breathing. They'll try and not disturb them, but a lot of the times they'll have to like unwrap Oh. Or like listen, like sneak into the bed somehow and like listen to their heart and lung sounds mm. and blah blah blah, and then they go back to their computers and they like have all the information that they need and then they'll perform they'll like do their recommendations for the day like these are the problems right now this is what we recommend, um, so the interns are kind of anticipating what the attending's going to ask and they have time to kind of look but sometimes they're surprised you know they'll be like well you you completely missed this like what's the answer to that. But it is something that in the hospital, everyone's involved in. So you'll have the nurse who's taking care of the patient for the, for the day. You'll have the interns who are in charge of the care. You'll have the attending overlooking their care. Mm-hmm. You'll have the social worker who's in charge of working with that same family as well. And then if there's medical interpreters that are needed, if the family doesn't speak, like English isn't their first language and you wanna make sure that they understand, they're there as well. There's medical students. Um, if you're at a teaching hospital, and that's a lot of people yeah that's a lot of people that's a lot of people yeah and then certain it takes a village it really does um and then they'll talk they'll discuss in rounds if there's other things happening with a patient that you need like other specialties to come and sign off on and they'll come at a later time during the day wow Mm. so yeah that's a lot but it was cool yeah Yeah. it was cool to see that reflected because i don't think i ever saw rounds in not in the first episode of Grey's Anatomy. I'm sure it does happen at some point, but mm. that was cool. Yeah. Why are all the doc? But the, the thing I wanted to talk about, yeah. why is Elliot, why is JD so horny for Elliot? Why I don't is all know. these doctor shows it, that's about? 2001, man. I was like, <laughs> she's coming up the stairs in a stairwell again. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is with stairwells? Stairwells are not super <laughs> sexy. takes no stairs there's at work. no stairs. <laughs> I take like no one stairs. set of stairs <laughs> and there's like gum on the floor and like, oh. Uh, people, Stairs, it, like it's not a choice that you would make. Like you no. take yeah. the elevator, yeah, yeah. If you can, are there a lot of um, relationships between doctors or doctors and nurses? Because I feel like the Grey's Anatomy scrubs, they're all trying to date each other. How often does that actually happen? In my, I can't speak on behalf Just in of your all. experience. <laughs> in yes, <my> not <laughs> Maggie. What are the statistics what? to the T? Yeah. No, um, in in your experience, do you see a lot of like? I don't know. I remember being in high school and all my teachers were married, and I was like, "This is weird." All yeah. my like, I had to multiple, other teachers. Yes, I had teachers multiple sets teacher. of teachers. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, so you'd have the wife and you'd have the husband Funny. for like a different class. I probably had four. Yeah. Wow, in my like high school career. I don't think that's so, ever like. Is that to me. normal at a hospital? Um, I have a couple friends that have dated doctors but mm-hmm. like I had no one that's married to a doctor. I know a lot that are married to actually respiratory therapists. Mm, yeah. What's a respiratory therapist? Oh, a respiratory therapist is in charge of usually patients in the ICU, but they usually come to the floor as well. Mm-hmm. But they're in charge of managing um, not the ventilators, but like if someone were to be extubated, it's usually the respiratory therapist coming into the room and like managing that. Both oh. of my best friends who are surgeons are married to other surgeons oh. in a different field. That, yeah. see, that actually makes a lot of sense. That to makes me. sense too because they go to school together. They spend a lot yeah. of time in school together. Yeah. And like of the doctors that I know who are like residents now or, you know, like becoming doctors, they 
like they don't do anything else. You yeah, know, you, 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 you have understand such weird, the other's lifestyle. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have such weird hours. And like apparently when you're doing your residency and you like choose the hospital that you want to work at, mm-hmm. they, they can also provide you with housing. Mm-hmm. And so you could just live in like a dormitory with all of these other doctors, which yeah. I mean, <sighs> come on. like That's true too. <laughs> yeah. So the, it's it's just a recipe for people hooking up yeah. what about them hiding in the closet to go to rounds late to not have <gasps> oh to my answer? gosh that was <laughs> terrible they didn't want to answer a page because no, they'd be code. in charge yeah someone it was, was coding it wasn't someone's rounds. heart literally stopped no usually in <sighs> the hospital that i work at we, yeah, like, this would not happen this would not <laughs> happen usually someone's in charge um i think it's the icu who comes over to either the step downs or the regular floors um a step down Step down usually is like halfway between the floor and the ICU. Oh. Yeah. And they're like borderline. They need to be closer to the ICU. They need to be closely monitored, but they're not quite ICU. Um, But usually if when you call a code blue, it'll go on the overhead page um, and they'll announce it to the whole hospital if you're not in the ICU. And then the extra set of like pharmacists, because you're going to need drugs sometimes, um, you're going to need extra set of hands. And then... Mm -hmm. They'll usually come over and assess the patient and determine whether or not that patient needs to come to the ICU. If it's in the ICU, everyone's already there. Mm-hmm. So it's usually the nurse like letting know everyone's that she needs extra help and then the doctor will come in from the ICU. But um, is there a button or is there a page or there's a button and you're also well in the hospital I work at, you hit the button and you call the page operator and you announce it. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes over and then they'll determine whether or not they need to go. And then it's all the roles are clearly defined. Like the people who need to be paged when there's a code blue will get paged and you're not allowed to hide. Like everyone has to <laughs> respond. You're not allowed to hide, you're you're not not allowed hide in a closet. No. No. Yeah. And usually the person who's in charge of running the code have ran codes before or have been in codes before and it's their first time running. But they're, you're not going to not have been in a code before and expected to run it. Interesting. How often does a code blue happen? Depends on the floor. Yeah. Is it yeah. like makes sense. is it like daily or it depends on the floor but you there's a thing called a rapid response too that mm-hmm. is it's treated kind of like a code blue but like not as um time sensitive where you think that someone is deteriorating and you just need an extra set of hands. Right. And you can mm-hmm. call a rapid response. Anyone can call a rapid response <laughs> where I work. The parent can call a rapid response. Uh the secretary can call a rapid response. Wow. Anyone walking oh. by the room, then they're, they're nervous and this patient doesn't look good, you can call. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what does code blue actually mean? It means like they've stopped breathing or their heart has stopped? Yeah. It it's usually means they like, stop breathing or their heart stopped. Yeah. Their lips are turning blue. Yeah. I'm like 60% yeah. with you on what <laughs> yeah, you're me saying. Too. Me so too. I'm like, I believe whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. And when, you're not speaking for every hospital or every nurse or every doctor. Yeah. You're speaking from your experience. Yeah. But when a code happens you're going to let someone know Mm -hmm. and someone is always responsible for coming to answer. You're never going to be all alone. And if that's the case, go to a different hospital. That's terrible. (laughs) That's terrible. And no hiding in the closet. No hiding. No, there's always a doctor responsible for the care of one patient. So, Yeah, Yeah. that makes sense. I thought it was interesting that they brought up the um, no insurance, no treatment in, yes. in like a pilot episode of a comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, you know, that was not funny. I was like, oh, it's oh, a big topic. Real. Jesus. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I don't think that's when you show up to the emergency room, like you have to be seen like there's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't refuse. They can't refuse care just based on your insurance. But I don't really. um know a lot about insurance and like how that works exactly but because our insurance system in this country is kind of fucked up yeah yeah i only know the stuff from uh, john q do you remember that denzel washington movie no <laughs> a really really good movie Really? Uh, but basically john q's son has some sort of heart condition i think uh-huh. and he collapses one day when he's playing baseball and then he gets taken to this hospital but because he doesn't have insurance or there's some like weird insurance loophole his his son is not going to get the treatment that he needs so denzel washington holds up the hospital <gasps> Whoa. i won't to get say anything else yeah wow. wow there's a really great moment i wish i could remember what he says but he's like Oh, oh, he yells into the phone. My son will not bury me. I, or no, reverse, yeah. 
I will not bury my son. My son will bury me. And he's screaming into the phone. He's got the gun. Yeah. Wow. Denzel. You should watch it. That's a good movie. It's I don't think like it won movie. any awards, but Denzel. Denzel can get it. Denzel <laughs> can get it. <laughs> he could get it. That's true. My yeah. very first um, gynecology appointment when I got my pap smear, there were students and they're like, do you mind students? And I was like, Sure. <laughs> I've been in this situation. It's wow. fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's wow. fine. That's how my IUD was. They oh, were like, really? we have a student. Do you mind if they watch? And they said they. And I was like, is one it a male one. or a female? And they're like, it's a male. And I just looked at the doctor and was like, does anyone say yes to that for your IUD insertion? Yeah. That you'd be like, okay with that. I was like, no, ma'am, no. please, please don't do that. Yeah, please, please don't do, don't that. do that to me. I was like, I don't want that. Send away that, that little boy who wants to be an OBGYN. I know. Aww. I was like, someone will say yes, but she did tell me that most people say no. Yeah, so I felt bad. Really? Uh, yeah. Aww. I've I have not said no yet, although I have regretted saying yes. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Just you know, like when you're sitting there with your legs open and there's like five people in the room, <laughs> you're like, yeah. Why did I say yes to this? That's true. Uh, yeah, I was just scared. So I was like tearing up and I was like, I don't want to no. see anyone. No. no, I just want you. <laughs> I just want you. Please. Please, ma'am. Please, ma'am. <laughs> please, Miss Doctor. Please just do it quick. Miss Doctor, <laughs> please. Doctor. Yeah. But oh, I, I, I wonder if there'll ever be a pap smear episode of Scrubs that you'll see oh. later on down the road and you'll. Are you going to watch Scrubs one? now? Is it Zach wants me to watch the musical one. The one where oh, it's like, yeah. there is a good musical one. That's yeah. just a one-off, yeah. though. Yeah, he says there's this great the song is. that I always hear him singing around the house. It's about <laughs> poop. Really? Yeah. Zach mm-hmm. sings the poop songs from Scrubs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, Fascinating. That tracks. <laughs> yeah. That tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> Seems right. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think that just about wraps up the episode for us tonight. Um, thanks everybody for listening and uh, don't forget to subscribe rate us five stars on the Apple podcast store send us emails you can sit with us pod mm-hmm. at gmail.com send us spooky stories oh my Ooh, goodness yeah. that is a great idea if you guys would send us spooky stories like something that happened to you or something that happened in your hometown or spooky. just something that we can read on will We'll get into some really, really spooky episodes have coming a ghost up. Ghost story episode. If you guys <gasps> send good ones, and we could read them by candlelight. If yes. I brought a Ouija board, how many people would <laughs> no. like kill me? <laughs> I Two. just throw that out there. Just throw that out there. Would you protect me, Rach? I will protect okay. you. I will protect your baby. I wouldn't kill you. I just wouldn't be here for that podcast. <laughs> Becky leaves the room. Becky can sense that there's a Ouija board in the vicinity. <laughs> She's out. Um, yeah. Yeah. We would love to hear those stories. Oh, that would be so fun. So, so fun. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. See you next Bye. time. Bye.